Welcome back to I Shit You Not with Sydney, and today on the podcast we have Jane. Hello. Jane and I today are exclusively going to be talking about fanfiction, but since I do interview people about their artistic processes, Jane wrote fanfiction, so I'm, I want to interview you about I'm, that. I'm not proud of it. I don't <laughs> I don't have a lot to say. It's a dark time in my life. To be honest with you, we started being friends when you were writing fanfiction, and so that was one of the things that I was like, dude, Jane's tight. She read, she writes fanfiction. Like, that's hella cool. Uh, yes, my uh, my Liam Payne fanfiction with 50,000 reads. Not to flex. Wow. But, you know, was that on Wattpad? Or? Yeah, I think it was Wattpad and Instagram. Yeah, I definitely remember you posting them on Instagram because that's where I would I'm read them. I'm blushing. Oh my god, don't be. <laughs> so, how many fanfictions did you write then? Um, I think four overall, like officially, because I wrote one about Harry, Liam, and Louis. So three. I wrote no, I wrote four because I wrote two about Louis. That's so embarrassing. Yoink! I read one of them about Louis. The one that was on Instagram, I read. Yeah, that was not the good one. I don't. I don't. They were all bad, but like that was like really bad. You know what I mean? You also wrote one about uh, Green Day? Oh, God. Don't talk about that. I'm... I will never forget it. Okay, that was a group effort. That wasn't just me. That's fair. Emma, we're throwing you under the fucking <laughs> bus. Fucking fan bitch. fiction about Green Day. Yeah, that was not my finest. Our finest moment. We actually wrote two of those. There was a sequel. We never finished a sequel. But there was a sequel. Oh, I remember reading your letter that was like, sorry, guys, due to uh, due to a lot of homework and recent activities. circumstances, we will no longer be writing fanfiction about a girl being Billy Joe Armstrong's daughter. Rage in love, you know? Oh, okay, but not not dating any of Mm-mm. the Armstrongs. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. They were siblings. Get sorry. Your mind under the gutter. This sorry. isn't Wincest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Wincest, today we're going to start off reading... Twist and Shout. Yes. Which I have talked about on every single podcast, I think, Good, so Good, and you haven't read it yet, right? I have never read it, okay. and I'm curious to see what it's about. I know what it is about. I'll just give you a preface, because I'm going to start kind of halfway through the first chapter. I have not read it since I was 14, so we'll see. But from what I remember, it's uh, Dean Winchester and Castiel Novak, I believe was his last name, fake last name, in the show Supernatural. But it's an AU, so an alternate universe. Alternate universe, yep. thank God. Cassidy and I were trying to figure that out in the first episode where we read B. Wentz. Oh no, I love B. Wentz. We also talked about you in that podcast. Oh, okay, so good. So you're going to have famous. to listen to it. Yeah, you are famous. Um, But, so it's in 1965, and there are two boys meeting at a party, and Dean has a little bit of a reputation that precedes him of being like a bad boy and like edgy, Um, and Cass, as he's known, is just a little bit of a shy, fly-on-the-wall type of guy. Or a wallflower, I guess. Yeah, wallflower, um, per se. But they fall in love. But then Dean goes to war, and Cass gets cancer. So no, that's what we baby. have looking forward to. I want to know what kind of cancer it is. I don't remember. I can look it up when I finish reading this excerpt. I was really hoping it was going to be ass cancer. I feel like prostate I, cancer. Yeah, but I don't think that they're going to be that insensitive no, I about... No, think, I think it was, like, like, not leukemia, but, like... Something yeah, death-inducing. Like, yeah, like really bad. I think maybe it was brain cancer. Oh. Yeah, like something really In the sad. 70s? Yeah, you're 65. You're like, fucked, you're my fucked. guy. <laughs> like especially during Vietnam, like there's you're oh, not recovering. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. But he didn't go to war. Just Dean went Just to Nam. Just Dean went to war. That might, might be the opposite way around, but I'm pretty sure it's Dean goes to war and Cass gets cancer. Like okay. I said, I haven't read this in a while. 
I, again, haven't read it, so okay. I cannot fat, fact well, we just check you. Hop into it? Yes. Like me, Jane is also dyslexic, and so we're going to try our best what to up? read this. I'm Jared, I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. Exactly. That is my motto in life. Okay. Um, so I'm starting halfway through the chapter. Like I said, they met at a party, and apparently uh, Dean was super rude to Cass. I'm going to blush Tea. the entire time I write this. Read, read it? this. Not write I it. I got you. Jesus Christ. Okay. Cass took a deep breath and fidgeted. You were rude. I know. I'm sorry. I can't read this. <laughs> Come on, push okay. through, push through. It's not even the bad parts yet. Cass squinted, and he could tell that Dean was being sincere. His eyes said it. He deflated a little, scuffing a shoe on the sidewalk. I know I fucked up, but can I ask you something? Dean said, leaning back on his bike. And when Cass looked up, Dean was smiling, though it wasn't nearly as confident. Sure, Cass conceded with hesitation. Come here. Ew. I'm sorry. Look at how come here is written. Ew. C apostrophe M-E-R-E. Come here. Come here. <laughs> that makes me want to barf. Cass took a few steps forward. I don't bite. Come closer. Dean laughed. <laughs> Ew. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't bite. Come closer. Dean laughed and Cass worried the inside of his cheek moving up alongside the rumbling motorcycle. Ooh, a daddy on a bike. Hello. Oh, we love a daddy on a bike. I want to make it up to you, Dean continued in a rough whisper, once Cass was close enough to hear, placing his hand on Cass's waist. Tingles slithered over Cass's skin at the proximity, from the base of his skull to the weak spot at the back of his knees. You slithered? Wa- yeah, I don't... The vocabulary in this is just impeccable. Can I just say that the fanfiction seems like it's doing too much? A little bit. It's trying real hard. Yeah. We're not even, like, three paragraphs into this. Cassie and I found this out with B. Wentz. It seems like whoever writes fanfiction is writing... A lot. Mm -hmm. Like, so much vocab, trying their hardest. It's doing so much. Like, Well, they're writing fanfiction, so they need to flex so that they feel like they're actual authors, you know? Oh, that's... Yeah. yeah, Okay, that's fair. Okay, so, um, you wanna cast exhaled, trying to remember what he was going to say, but the words got lost as his eyes roamed over Dean's chest and down towards his pelvis. His body felt strange and cottony with the frightening thrill again. Dean didn't waste time with explanations. His curious fin- fingers doing most of the talking as they played with the bottom of Cass's sweater, walking up to his stomach that jumped under the touch. This is steamy for the 60s, it bro. It is. Dean's Does eyes- this say public? Yeah. I feel like they would have gotten No, we- we'll get there. We'll get oh, there. Oh, okay, okay. Dean's eyes followed the fingers all the way to Cass's neck, where he tugged at the collar of his undershirt. You ever kissed a boy before? Ooh. Cass stopped breathing, staring at Dean's face for an immeasurable moment. He saw the question swimming in front of him. And he had figured that this was where it was going. But just like every time before, it didn't hit him till it was staring down at him. His first kiss. God. He had been oblivious to it until the other boy's mouth had been on his. He nodded once, and the gravity of the question, and the growl of Dean's voice, seemed to roll over him in a delayed wave. His eyes went heavenward. That is a that is a direct call to the show, because in the show, Cass is an angel. Oh, yeah. okay, but he's not an angel in this no, universe. No, he's just a human. Okay. But, I mean, that is, like, but a little... the a same nod. personality of Cass and Dean stand canonly in this story. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, His eyes went heavenward, and Dean tugged at his tie, pulling him closer, down towards his mouth. It's been a while, he stuttered, attempting to be funny and mimic Dean's excuse from earlier. God, it had been, not since high school. His thoughts started to scatter his eyes on the sky above them until a hand tilted his chin down, 
relax. It's just like riding a bike, Dean hushed, kissing the corner of his mouth. And Cass exhaled sharply again, attempting to let the tension in his shoulders go. Just Cass breathed, and Dean pulled away enough just to look at his face, his eyes unnaturally bright in the dark. You don't... No, Cass blurted a little too loudly. I mean, yes, I mean... Dean stared at him questioningly. Is Dean asking if he's a homo? I don't really know what's going on in there. He's like, do you fuck? I think he's like, maybe like, you don't want to. Oh, okay. I think okay. that's what he's asking. Okay, Because okay. then it goes, I do, I do, I do. He shook his head. I Dean. do, I do, I do. <laughs> I do very much want to fuck you, sir. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Dean was so attractive, it was really unfair. Just... <laughs> I can't. Okay, this is where we're getting, you know how you said, like, they're in public, they're gonna get beat up. Yes. Right? Okay, so Cass says, just not here, anybody, anybody could see. Dean looked past him at the alley between the buildings, and after a moment of consideration, nodded. Move, he said gently, and Cass stepped back, watching as Dean maneuvered his bike over the curb, pulling it into the dark space. He cut the engine, and it purred and popped for a moment before going silent, and Cass heard him step off the bike. His shadow, a darker outline against the shadows of the dim corridor. He raised his hand and beckoned to Cass over. Cass looked up and down the street and crossed a short distance to Dean. His breathing picked up as he got closer, and Dean smiled at him reassuringly. I'm okay. rusty, Cass laughed nervously. Wait, but he'd never kissed a boy before. How no, could he, he had rusty? in high school. Oh, okay, okay. But just like, I think they're like in their 20s. Just a little. You know? Well, yeah. I'm rusty, Cass laughed nervously. Once they were close again, he could feel heat creeping up his neck. He couldn't see Dean's reaction because he was currently brushing the very top of his throat with his mouth. Ew. I don't know what that means. Okay. Wait, brushing the very top? Of his throat with his mouth, and Cass felt butterflies beat their wings at the walls of his stomach. I don't know. Wait, what the I, fuck? I, is his mouth in his whole, like, is there no, somebody's mouth inside of the other person's mouth? I think he's, I think he's kissing his mouth? neck. Because Dean oh. continued his way up pressing his lips to the corner of his mouth again. Okay, okay. He must have made a face because Dean was laughing against his cheek and walked him backwards until Cass's back was pressed up against the wall of an Ooh, alley. Ooh. Spicy. He gasped, gasped, and Dean put his hands on his waist, rubbing circles with his thumbs through his sweater, Cass' fingers pulling at the jacket, eyes squeezing shut. Relax, Dean repeated, a rush of breath on his skin, and Cass shuddered. His fingers tightened on Dean's jacket, the leather soft and pliant beneath his fingers, obviously well-worn. Go with the flow, Dean continued, the words ending in a chuckle. Cass tried to do what he was told. He loosened his hold and melted against the wall. And as he acclimated his smile surface, the rating wow. is weird. Surf the smile surface? Yeah, the smile surface. What? It, oh, I don't what? Know. Dean pressing in closer, the heat rolling off his body, making up for the April chill. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't know. This is doing a lot. Again, it's, again there's it's, a lot of words. We get it. They made out in an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, literally, you could have just said that. Yeah. Um, He gave a nod, and then Dean's lips were over his, and Cassiel's hands involuntarily tightened over Dean's sleeves for a moment before he remembered to loosen them. His fingers fluttered for a moment before coming to rest on Dean's hips, sliding beneath the hem of his shirt. Dean Ooh. made a soft noise. A sort of groan, and Cassiel slipped his fingers into his belt loops, tugging him closer. I really thought you were going to say butthole. I, I, thought I it was gonna, like, really down thought you were going to say butthole. When you said the B, I was like, don't do it. I was like, oh my god. I thought he was going to like slip his fingers like into like the hem of his pants. That's where oh, I thought okay, it was going. Yeah. But 
I guess not. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Belt is okay, I guess. How do you keep your pants up? Belt. <laughs> I knew that was coming. It's incredible. <laughs> Belt. Belt. And it was sort of weird at first because Cassiel didn't remember what he was supposed to be doing, but the way that he could feel Dean smiling against his lips made his legs feel weak, and the way that he could feel Dean's hips against his own made his head swim. Dean laughed softly and pulled away, fingers searching beneath Cass's sweater, and then untucking his shirt until they were sliding Ooh. sliding on skin, leaving hot trails where they had skated. Wait, what? He's talking about his fingers. Like, his fingers, like, rubbing against his abs. But, like, what a gross way to write that. Seriously. Like, what? Also- Oh, it's, gonna, it's about to get so much worse. Can I just say really quick that a lot of these adjectives, a lot of the descriptors are just, like, not- doing their job no it's just a little much like yeah no one kisses someone is like the way their fingers skated across my neck you're like oh fuck this feels good yeah. like that's Ooh. it like i don't do that shit again oh, that was shit. hot <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get so much worse I'm okay so i'm really ready it's all right we'll take it slow okay Cass nodded and dean grinned hands finding a firmer grip beneath his shirt and resting on his hips the cool air against the skin made Cass shudder Sorry, I'm going to interrupt again. Can we stop talking about, like, hands on skin? Like, you've said that, like, 18 times. Skin on times. skin. Yeah, you've said it at what least 18. What are you guys, babies? 18. Skin on skin contact? Like, <laughs> I need skin on skin contact with my mom so I know it's her. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Cass and his daddy. <laughs> I'm going to go. Bye. It was nice to have you on Thank today. You. Thank you. <laughs> okay. When Dean moved in to kiss him harder, Cass moved with him. Leaning forward the slightest a bit and capturing Dean's lips with his own, it spurred Dean on, hands moving and gliding over his sides and lower back. Cass slid his fingers through Dean's hair, gasping and giving Dean a chance to lick into his mouth. His glasses smushed against his face, angling awkwardly across his eyes, but Cass couldn't find it in him to care. Wait, so who has glasses? Cass has glasses. Okay. Because he's like the nerd and like like, Dean's Dean's the tough boy. boy. Which is like pretty accurate to the show yeah Cass wasn't like a nerd no he's though. just like he a nerd like, an yeah. and then like Dean's like a demon hunter you know yeah but they were friends right like Cass helped yeah, them yeah like in the show I didn't watch the show yeah in the show Dean like basically goes to hell at the end of season four and you think oh. he's dead and he, like his brother's like super torn up about it uh-huh. but then like the whole thing is like Cass is like I'm the one who gripped you tight and raised you from premonition like he like brought Dean out of hell there's a lot of okay, weird power hard. dynamics happening in that show. And you're telling me that they didn't want to fuck. To quote the show, you can't spell subtext without S-E-X, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> they're not wrong. Yeah, no, they're not wrong. Okay. Well, that well, That is one of the biggest shows that I think has, like, the biggest... Like, they pander so hard. Oh, it's total queer baiting. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know they're not going to end up together because no. the CW is fucking cowards. Like, yes. I don't... The CW, are you hearing this? You're, <laughs> You're a, a coward. fucking coward, bro. Like, I don't know if I really want them to be together. Disclaimer, I don't watch the show anymore. I haven't watched it in years. But, like, I don't really even care. I'm just like, why have you been pandering this whole time if you're not yeah. going to let them end up together? Yeah. And, like, in the show, I don't really see them, like, actually getting together. But, like, the fan fiction, Dean and Cass, like, really tug at my heartstrings, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. As yeah. somebody who's been on Tumblr for a very long oh my time... God. <laughs> What was it called? The Misha Apocalypse with the actor yeah. who played Cass. Yeah, the Misha Apocalypse. <laughs> that was a good time. God damn it! I swear to God, 
supernatural like that was the meme was like supernatural has like every gift for every yeah like the supernatural fandom is scary please don't come for me if anyone's listening yeah honestly yeah i'm scared of you please don't come for me and i appreciated you on tumblr when i was on tumblr i haven't been on tumblr since i took off the porn not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) there's no other point for me yeah like what's the point exactly like fuck that um okay i'm not gonna skip this long ass paragraph because it's boring basically they were like a lot of tongue and like some grinding like you know okay, but like it yeah, wasn't they're, that they're getting exciting. spicy yeah. okay um i'm understanding i'm glad that we read the the beginning yeah. to understand I the just, writing style. i want to get you to the the most famous line which i'm sure you actually know but we'll i'm gonna be really surprised if i do know it and didn't know it was from twist and shout yeah because um, i don't have any quotes in my mind that i can pull from yeah. twist and shout we'll, we'll just see i've said it before on accident oh god but so I am aware of the curse. Y- you might be. We'll, we'll, we'll debrief when I okay, say it. Okay. okay. So much for going slow, Dean laughed, his voice deep and hoarse, and Cass could feel his cheeks grow hot with embarrassment. Well, Cass coughed lightly. I may not have been on a date, but I guess I have more experience in that department. Mm-hmm. He slid his palms down Dean's chest, fingers curling around the front of his leather jacket and glancing up through lashes. How many times are they going to do that? A lot, apparently. Okay. You're good, though, he nearly purred, leaning in just a hair, considering what it would mean to kiss him again. Very good. Well, I'm glad that I could appease you. Me too. Cass let go of Dean's jacket, but before he could move to do it himself, Dean had already adjusted his frame, straightening his glasses on his face. He let his hands linger at the sides of Cass' face, gazing at him adoringly, making Cass's stomach squirm. You know, there's not a lot of dialogue tags in this fic, so I never know who's talking. Oh, that's annoying. It is annoying. Um, okay. So, so you just have to, like, subtext it yeah, out? Like, yeah. Cass wouldn't say that. It's too dominating. Yeah. So, so are you going to take me home now? That's Cass talking. Okay, yeah. Because he's baby. Right. He's baby. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we could go back to my place. I just met you, Dean. Don't be an ass about this. Okay. So they're going to say each other's names a lot. Right. Okay. Okay, okay, Dean laughed and pulled away, moving towards his motorcycle while Cass straightened himself out. He uh-huh. ran a hand... Straightened himself a- out? That's not possible. <laughs> he ran a hand through his hair, smoothing it back down and smoothing his hands over the front of his sweater, attempting to make himself look a little presentable just in case they ran to someone he knew. Dean started up his motorcycle and Cass moved over to climb onto the back of it, wrapping his arms around his waist and holding tight when Dean pushed off. His arms tightened when they went over the curb, and he swore he could hear Dean laughing over the roar of the engine. Light streamed past quickly, Dean obviously ignoring the speed limit, but the ride was smooth and exhilarating, and Cass leaned back slightly to enjoy the ride. They drove for a ways before Dean spoke up, and Cass almost had to struggle to hear him over the engine. So where do you live? What? Where do you live? Why did he not tell him that beforehand? I don't know. Cass glanced around, trying to focus on a street sign. Before they passed... Sorry. Before they passed it... Before his attention was caught by the liquor store... That seems the, like a writing error. Yeah, the writing error was weird. Okay. Um. Okay, we'll just skip over that. Make a right on 10th, Cass directed, and Dean nodded, drifting into the other lane, cutting around the corner in an effortless, effortless turn. Cass watched for his building, pointing down the block to a bleak, gray building on the corner. Do we know where they are? I can't remember. I think New York. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, like, where else would they be in a fan fiction? Right. <laughs> um, Dean slowed, pulling up to the curb. He turned towards the building once they'd stopped, looking up, and Cass watched him, fixed on his profile. Which one? Kim's glass 
glanced upward and chuckled, not bothering to remove his hand from Dean's waist just yet. You can't see it from the street. I have a very nice view of an empty lot. Very exclusive. Wow. Ah, Dean exhaled, sweeping his eyes back down to Cass. Well, let's walk around. Show me. Cass stared at him intently. Why? He answered cautiously, trying to gauge Dean's interest. He pulled a hand off Dean's hip and scratched an invisible itch on his knee. What? Blunt nails scraping against the fabric of his pants. Oh, Ugh, I don't like that line. I don't, yeah. The description of that is not great. Yeah. I mean, it is great because it made me go, because yeah. I can hear the sound, but fuck that. Dean scoffed loudly and elbowed him, physically insisting that he get off the motorcycle, which Cass did, still unsure when Dean followed, tucking his keys back into his jacket. Dean nodded at the spot where the sidewalk curved to go around the block. Go on, show me. Cass put his hands on his hips, blinking at Dean. Are you stupidly bossy? Oh, sorry. You're stupidly bossy. Did you know that? He stated, shaking his head as he gave Dean a once-over. This is so bad. Yeah. It's Uh, not great. No, it's not great. Dean stared at him, his head going forward expectantly, holding out an arm towards the other side of the building. He waved his arm. After you? Cass rolled his eyes and started walking, shoving into Dean's shoulder as he went by him. Oh. So flirty. Oh. Oh, wait, so they're going back to Cass's. Yeah, so they're at Cass's. The, I apologize, the writing of this is weird to read aloud because it's like you have to do a lot of inferring as you read, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, they're back at Cass's apartment building, but he lives on like not the street view side. Like He has a view of a parking lot. Okay, so they're going around the building. Yeah, because Dean's being weird. I don't know. Okay. Um, If you're going... If you are doing this so you have a discreet place to kill me, I'll never forgive you, he grumbled, listening to the scrape of Dean's shoes as he followed. That seems like a very modern thought. Yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't think that well, they were really... this probably written by a 14-year-old girl, so Well, like... yeah, obviously. I do want to know who wrote yeah, this well, at the end so I... we can give them credits. I don't actually know, but we'll get there. Um... Be careful, there could be all sorts of fun things, Cass said conversationally over the sound of crickets. Broken glass, old nails, rabid dogs lying in the weight. Can wait. I make a quick Victorious reference yes. right now? Broken glass. I'll help you ride it after class. Broken glass. Is that the thing that Robbie sings? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wait, there are dogs, Dean, Dean exclaimed. And there was a crunch as he stopped. Is cast... he afraid of dogs? Yeah, apparently it says, I don't do dogs. What the fuck? Cash shook his head briefly. I was joking, he began. Oh, there's a dog him. outside. Oh, hi, puppy. Weird coincidence. And, like, okay, I'm going to skip forward again because they're literally just walking, and it's like... Who the fuck doesn't like dogs? I think that might be a call to the show because, like, the hellhounds. Oh. But don't quote me on that. Again, I didn't watch the show, so I trust you. Yeah. So I'm skipping forward because it's boring, and they're just being weird. But um, they're in the back of the building, um, and it says, So when can I see you again? Dean whispered. And Cass opened his eyes, not realizing that he closed them. Dean's hand slid up his side and then back down. Dean bending over his shoulder, pressing his face against Cass's. I want to take you home. Come home with me, please. So he doesn't want to go home to Cass's apartment? I don't, even though they're right fucking there? I have no there. idea. And it says, I can't, Cass interrupted sharply, sharply, not tonight. I'm tired, and if we stay out here, someone will see us and call the police. 
They're not allowed to be gay? I think they're just, like, it looks like they're sketchy because they're, like, well, yeah, it's the 60s. They aren't allowed to be gay. Oh, yeah, that's But, like, they're just, like, loitering in the parking lot, so they probably look sketchy. Dude, what fucking narc is going to be, like, see those two young men down there? Call the fucking cops. Homophobes. Yeah, true. I'd beat their asses. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, so it says, someone will call the police, and then Dean says, let him, came the reply, stirring something in Cass's insides. And Dean's hand went up and down again, and Cass tilted his head, nosing at Dean's cheek. Let me take you home. I'll make it so good. I'll make it good for you. You'll forget all about being tired. Oh, okay. I barely know you, Cass hushed. I'm no good at casual sex. He laughed in a self deprecatingly but dean didn't seem to care dean was too busy ducking his head playing with the edge of Cass's sweater well then what's up with playing with the edge of Cass's sweater i don't know well then when can i see you again dean repeated bashful and Cass cocked his head in curiosity then it won't be casual sex (laughs) yeah (laughs) why do you want to see me again Cass marveled and dean pulled back staring at him in confusion why is he can why is Cass like why do you want to see me again can you just let me read Sorry. It? They obviously have a fucking connection. Yeah, I'm, like, I feel like you keep a- asking questions that get answered, like, really quickly after you ask. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I will shut the fuck yeah. up now. Why would you want to see me again? Uh, see, I lost my place now. Sorry. Why would you want to see me again, Cass marbled, and Dean pulled back, staring at him in confusion. Cass turned and broke free his from his arms. Why would you want to see me again? He asked again. Dean ran his hand over his mouth and glanced at the grass. I know I'm not perfect, he shrugged. I know I'm actually far from it, but... Cass watched him swallow. Dean Winchester was being shy, and then met Cass's eyes with complete sincerity. I'll be good to you. Give me a chance. I'll be really good to you. I want to be good to you. Oh. But why, Cass stressed, and Dean's eyes darkened. I don't know why, but it seems worth it. Cass's mouth fell open. You don't know anything about me, he sighed, rubbing his eyes. You just met me. I could be everything you hate. Bullshit. Cass risked a look and he took a deep breath. The grass shivering as Dean walked towards him, taking his face. Bullshit. You don't know that, Cass continued, shaking his head, pulling at Dean's wrist. This is stupid. You just met me. I just met you. We made out. So what so maybe I'm crazy about you, Dean insisted. God, if you weren't so stubborn, I'd change your mind. This isn't about sleeping with you, Cass grumbled, and Dean breathed a laugh, pushing their foreheads together. Ooh, this is, like, getting really intense. Pushing their foreheads together? Yeah, I don't know. Listen to me, Dean whispered. I don't know what it is about you, but I'm already going nuts. I can feel it. I could be so good to you, baby. Give me the Ugh. chance to do good by you. You'll hate me, Cass interrupted, and Dean shook his head. I could never. You will. I'm stubborn and cold, and I get irritated at... Dean kissed him hard. You never shut the fuck up. See, Cass... (laughs) Isn't that always what it is? Right. See, Cass whispered, and Dean kissed him again, stealing all his breath. So when can I see you again? Friday, Cass conceded. You can see me Friday. That's one day to wait. What kind of music do you like, Dean asked, melting against him. Oh my god. Tell me everything. Tell me everything about you. Cass pulled back his arms around Dean's neck. He brushed the hair out of Dean's face with the flat of his hand. I like Elvis, he groaned. And <laughs> I he, guess this is the 60s. Yeah, and he felt crazy and reckless as he did so. Dean dipped down and kissed him, and as gently as Cass had ever been kissed in his life, Cass curled towards him. 
Elvis, he repeated. I can dig Elvis. Oh my god. So what was the line? Elvis, I can dig Elvis. That's like the most famous line from Twist and Shout. You're kidding me. No. I mean, like, there's other lines, but that's the one that everyone's like, oh my god, like, Elvis, I can dig Elvis. Like, it was always on, like, edits where people would, like, make, like, gifs of the two of them, like, leaning against each other and, like... You know, like, they'd be, like, cut-up parts from the show. Yeah, yeah. But, like, every time someone's like, oh, I like Elvis, like, oh, like, someone put on an Elvis song, in my head, I'm always like, Elvis, I can dig Elvis. I can dig Elvis. Like, and I say, mm-hmm. I say that all the time about other things. I'm like, oh, I can dig that. And then I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's unintentionally They gay. said that in Super 8, too. Where they were, do you know what I'm talking about? No, Have you seen I love, Super 8? Yeah, I love that movie. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forget that you love that movie. He's like, I'll take you dorks to the school if you let me go on a date with your sister. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Basically, like, whoring out his sister, which, mm-hmm. like, they had to get somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Fair. He doesn't have to know that he's not getting the date. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a fucking creep. And um, he's like, so what kind of music is your sister in and into? And the kid's like, oh, she's into disco. And so he's like, oh, disco. I can I get back into disco. disco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he gets high as shit in the car and can't drive them home. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that. I haven't seen school. that movie in a really long time. Neither have movie. I. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, no, me too. It's in my top ten. Yeah. Easy. That, that and part. Almost Famous. Dude, such a good movie. Love Almost Famous. Um, yeah, so that was the fanfic. I apologize. I'm not very good at reading aloud. No, that was great. Wait, so tell me more about this fanfiction. Okay, so from what I remember, honestly, I remember like dead ass. Like It was like 3 a.m., and I, we had school at, like, 8 a.m., and I was, like, in my room silently sobbing. <laughs> There's, let me see if I can find it while we're talking. It's called, like, Cass Writes a Letter. Oh, okay. And it's, like, heartbreaking. Like, always, like, ugh, hang on. Because I remember my first brush with this fan fiction was I was at a an art camp, U Camps, and I was sitting in my bunk, and my friend in the next bunk over was reading a fan fiction, and she was crying, and I was like, which fan fiction are you reading? And she was like, Twist and Shout. And then the next day, the song Twist and Shout came on, and she had just finished Twist and Shout. Rock, 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 baby. Come on, baby. At the fucking... Oh, did like, she just, like, break down? Yeah. I while saw, we were eating, and she just fucking bawled. I can listen to the Beatles version of it, but the Isley Brothers version of it, I'm just like, every time I hear it, I'm like... <laughs> And also, like, there was always, like, edits. Like, people made, like, fandom edits of, like, pictures or, like, gifts of them from the show. But then it was, like, Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis over it. And I was oh, always, fuck. like... <laughs> that hits different yeah, now like, knowing the, the, the uh, I can dig Elvis thing. Yeah. I'm not going to read you this whole thing, but, like, Cass is dying of cancer. Okay. And, like, he's writing a letter to Dean. And, like, the way it ends, it's just, like, um, so it says, I'll be okay. Once you told me it did seem right to say goodbye, not really. I thought I'd have to. I thought I'd have to let go of everything I loved about you. But I don't, and you were right. And wouldn't you be pleased with yourself to know? The truth of it... Sorry, the truth of it has never been clearer to me, my darling. You you are always my darling. Yours, Cass. See you then. I can't remember if Dean dies and... Cast someone dies. I'm sure Cass dies. I think it's cancer. Dean. I think you think Cass is gonna die, and then Dean oh. dies, and it's like a jokes on you. Uh, you thought that he was gonna die because he has fucking cancer. Yeah, it's just so hard. Actually, honestly, like despite like take away all the like fanfic and like cringe, it's a very heartbreaking testament to like what gay people had to endure 
during the 60s, 70s, like, even, like, into the 2000s of, like, the hatred and, like, it was, at this time, it was illegal for people to be gay. That's crazy. Which is fucking wild. I actually saw a graph the other day that was, like, it was in one state or another, it was illegal to be gay until 2003. That's fucking In at least one state. And I'm, like, excuse me? You know what's crazy is that I read this recently, um, well, not recently, it was, like, a couple years ago, that Modern Family was... Wasn't it like people didn't like it? Like, it was problematic? No, no. A lot of people liked Modern... Well, yeah. Pe- it was problematic because of the, the gay, the gay couples, couple. But yeah. Modern Family normalized gay couples in oh, America for a lot of people. Family. I was... Maybe it was you I was talking to about this. That, like, TV shows now, like, there's... Um, like, it's not even, like, a token gay anymore. It's just, like, it's so common for there to be gay couples or transgender couples or dealing with like issues of like the l not issues but like dealing with like the lgbtqia spectrum on tv shows but like they won't do it in movies and if it's like yeah, a movie it's like like people are like call me by your name like groundbreaking and you're like really it's just two sure? dudes that fall in love yeah not that i wouldn't die for both army hammer and timothy chalamet oh. but like if that was a tv show it wouldn't be groundbreaking but if no, because yeah. it's like a movie it's like oh my god i think it's only because movies are so like global yeah in that sense you know what i mean because like they took out i talked about this on an episode with jake but Mm -hmm. they took out the lesbian couple from star wars and they didn't make poe and finn gay fucking cowards honestly disney you're a coward bro like oscar isaac and john boyega wanted that they wanted it yeah because everyone wanted it like it makes sense honestly i'm sorry that's definitely where the first movie was like nodding to and then they just and then Ray and Yeah, you made Finn. me watch fucking Ray kiss Ben Solo, but uh, you can't give me Finn and Poe. Fuck that. I have never been so mad in the theater than seeing Ray and Ben kiss. Wait, what? Sorry, I missed that. Seeing Ray and Ben kiss, oh. I've never been so mad before in the theater. I literally was like out loud, like not even being like, oh no. I was like, no, nope. No, literally. Nah. I was sitting, it was my dad on my left, my sister on my right, and my mom next to my sister, and it came on, and, like, I could see, like, in their eyes that they were about to kiss, and I was like, uh-uh, 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 and I was making that noise out loud, and my dad was like, no, please, God, and then they both kissed, and my dad and I were like, no! Couple, there was, like, a couple behind me, and they were like, oh, and I was like, ew, that's what my mom I was mom like, did. y'all don't, y- y'all are straight, like, I can just tell. <laughs> like, you might as well just say that you voted for Trump and move on, that's disgusting. Fuck. Because my mom was like, aww, they kissed. I was like, no. No, Kim. Absolutely not. I'm so disappointed. They were almost that. siblings. In my mind, they were siblings. Oh, I, told you about my, I told you about my conspiracy. I'm just going to repeat it. I don't think I, I have No, heard about I texted this. in our group chat, but I don't know if you saw it. Um, Okay. So you know how Anakin is, like, basically space Jesus because he, like, Palpatine yes, manipulated yes, the yes. Force to make him, which kind of... He's is, like Immaculate Conception. Yeah, right? but, like, Palpatine was the one who manipulated the Force to make someone like Anakin. So is Palpatine God? Basically, but that makes Palpatine, like, kind of Anakin's dad, like, his space daddy, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, space daddy. And if we follow that logic of, like, Palpatine's, like, low-key Anakin's dad, that means that Ben Solo is Palpatine's great-great-grandson, and, and Rey, Rey is, is a his grandson. So, they're, so they like, brother-sister, yeah. Ew. Yeah. Well, first of all, don't like Ben and Ray kissing at all in general. And then second... Raylo's not valid. Don't come for me. 
Ray Love. Ray Low. Their ship name, oh, not valid. Ew, Ray Low. That's too close to Kylo, in my opinion. Yeah. Just don't come for me. It's not real. No, it's not real. I hate it. I agree. 100%. Fuck that. They should have made Finn and Poe gay. And then, if they were going to make Finn and Ray a thing, they should have started that in the first fucking movie. Yeah. What the, like, Ray, I forgot to tell you. Like, what the fuck was that? Stupid. Also, force healing? Yeah. Well, also, what the fuck was what that? I have a fuck? lot of. We could do an entire episode about how I feel about Star Wars. <sighs> All positive, for the most part. Yeah, like, I mean... I love Star Wars, but, like, what the fuck? Yeah, the last movie felt like it was six hours that they tried to condense into three. Yeah, like, it felt like... Like, I know that the whole thing with Star Wars is, like, oh, they're trilogies, but, like, that really should have... The Last Jedi could have included some of that information. Definitely. But I don't know, like, I felt like the... Like, Force Awakens was great, and the last... Was it... Is it The Last Jedi? No. The... Uh, the middle one? Yeah, isn't it I think it is The Last, last Jedi. Jedi? Okay. And then the last one is... Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, the Wise of Skywalker. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. The second one, like, it was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah, it was. Well, it was definitely like a middle movie. Yeah. I feel like middle movies are never. Yeah, but they're like, trying to Empire set up Strikes the last Back, one. so good, and that's a middle movie. Is it? Yes. Don't come. Wait, me what out. happens in the Empire Strikes Back? In the Can Empire Strikes me? Back, it starts out with like. Luke, they're on like the frozen planet and like Luke's in that like oh, thingy. But that's that the whole one like slaps. yeah, like Lando and like I yeah. love you, I know, like yeah, that whole no, that like one slaps. so good. I thought you were talking about the prequels for a second, and I was like, oh. are any of those good? Honestly, Revenge of the Sith, kind of a good movie. I unironically enjoy that movie. The middle one though is where Anakin and Padme are just like off fucking yeah like literally rolling around in fields and like yeah. what's supposed to be a planet but it's italy like, yeah oh yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah just it's italy. like como in italy yeah. like i'm like i don't yeah oh, and his rat tail no oh, yeah but hayden christensen oh well, he's hot Love. but i just you can't pull off a rat tail. i just love the scene in the third movie where it's like my allegiance is to the republic to democracy like that whole argument between anakin and Obi-Wan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Kill all the baby tiny yeah, yeah, younglings. Yeah. Take the throne, line with the clones. Burn any turn into a robot. <laughs> okay, so we've gotten really off topic. Mm. Yeah, that's okay though. I think that's all I have to say about Destiel. I might go home and cry. Okay. Well, uh, here's another thing that I wanted to ask you. Yes. What are some other fan fictions that ruined your life? Because I remember you talking about uh, B. Wentz with me in high school. B. Wentz really ruined my life. The hat fic. That yeah, ruined my fucking that, life. That wasn't like a good thing. Oh my god. 99 Days Without You. It's a Larry Stylinson fanfic. Ruined my life. Um, Basically, Harry kills himself. But then it's all like Louis's journals. Like oh. dealing with the death. And at the end, Louis kills himself. But they like end up together in heaven yeah. or whatever. Okay. That one's really sad. I remember hearing... Oh, Asylum? I read that oh, one. Oh, Asylum was... I read that one. That one didn't ruin my life, though. That one was just so good. Dark? Yeah, Dark was pretty bad. I didn't read After, but, like, After got turned into a movie. Yeah, I didn't so read. So that's uh, good. I've seen After. Did you watch the movie? Oh, uh, yeah. I saw it in theaters, unfortunately. Jane. I don't talk to me. Were you drunk? Nope. It was the middle of the day. Stone Cold Sober. Stone Cold Sober. $5 wow. movie Tuesday. Like, 3 p.m. Wow. That's bold of you. Yeah, it was... And then it was, like, Baby Voldemort. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that motherfucker is Voldemort. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what other... I I read a lot of all-time low fix, but, like, every uh, all-time low fix was exactly the same. And it was always, like... Actually, there were two genres of all-time low fix. One, it was, like, friends to lovers. So, like, mm. you've been best friends with the guys since high school. And, like, their song A Daydream Away, which is, like, you know, like, 
oh, you're just a daydream away. I don't know what I'd have to say if I had you. Like, it's yeah. all about, like, pining. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're in love with your friend, but you can't do anything about it. And there's this line about, like... it would ruin the friendship. Right. Whatever. And yeah. there's this line about, like, sitting on the bed, the kitchen floor on a Tuesday afternoon. So, like, that was a common theme in yeah. these, um, a motif, if you will. Because that was, like, the same thing with, like, YouTuber yeah. fanfics. I feel like they were all kind of the same. Yeah, like, we're, like, we're, we do collabs, but, like, we're in love. So yeah, like, exactly. Um... But then the other one that was really common with all-time low fanfics was, like, you were one of their younger sisters, but you had, like, schizophrenia. And, like, the people who wrote these had no grasp on what schizophrenia or, like, any mental illness is actually like. Yeah, that was one thing about fanfiction is that they always talked about mental illness. Yeah, like, it and, was like, fucking insane. No grasp on mental illness, though. Really bad. Yeah. They were, like, especially in, like, Asylum, it was, like... Yeah, that was, like, a madhouse. But, like, then yeah. that turned out that, like, they, none of them were actually crazy. That, like, the one of the... Like, the person who ran the... Asylum was, was like, like testing them. people. Yeah. yeah, it was like a scientific experiment, but like none of the doctors knew that. I don't know. That one had some like good twists and turns. Yeah. Wait, was that the one where like one of the One Direction members was in the asylum and the other one wasn't? Yeah. So it was the main girl was like Harry's doctor, and she didn't know because like the I guess it was like a government conspiracy that they are like not a conspiracy, but it was like a government agency, and they were testing patients. And they were testing like psychedelics and drugs, as like. I don't know what, but they didn't tell anyone what they were testing them for. And so none of the doctors knew that these people, like, the drugs that they were giving these people were making them crazy. Uh, and gotcha. so, But she started to fall in love with Harry because she's like, he's not crazy. Like, I know he's not crazy. Oh, yes. It was very, like, Harley Quinn, Joker-esque. Yeah, ugh. But Which, then... Suicide Squad? Ugh, don't even get me started. Um, what, are we some kind of Suicide Squad? <laughs> um... But then Niall was, like, a doctor, and, like, her and Niall, like, found out together that, like, it was all a lie and, like, broke out. I don't know. Speaking of, this isn't Suicide Squad, but, um, there, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a very popular, um, Stucky fanfic. Oh, Stucky. Yeah, uh, Steve Rogers, Bucky Barnes, the two loves of my life. But also set in the 50s, also Elvis became a really big role in it. Huh. I think it was called Can't Help Falling in Love. But oh, it was yeah, that's definitely what it's called. Fucking sad. I don't remember it that well. That also ruined your life? Yeah. And then one I read, because I was like, weird, like obviously like now I really like Marvel, but when I was 12, like before we were friends, yeah. I really liked Marvel. Because I remember you were like a comic junkie. Yeah. And there was another fanfic about... Steve and Tony. Oh, I'm kind of into that. Yeah, a little stony action for you. Okay. And I don't remember exactly. Who's the bottom? Steve? I'm not picturing Tony. I think it was Tony because Tony had like a military kink. That's like the whole like fan theory that like Tony had because he has like a problem with authority. He does. He has like a military kink. Anyways. um, Pepper's kind of an authoritarian. Authority figure, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm following. But. In that one, it was, like, Loki, like, fucked, used, like, the Tesseract to, like, fuck with him and, like, sent, like, he was, like, just trying to, like, mess with, like, Tony's mind, but he, like, him and Steve, like, did not get along, they, like, hated each other, hmm. but he sent Tony back into Steve's memory, so, like, not even back in time, oh. but into Steve's memory, and so Steve was, like, living in, like, 2012, like, living his life, and, like, suddenly he was remembering meeting Tony when he was, like, 20 in the 40s. Oh, and Tony okay. was, like, literally living in the 40s, like, oh, fuck, like, I know this is Steve Rogers, like, pre-serum, but, like, I can't tell him I'm from the future, like, he won't believe me. And, like, 
they ended up like falling in love in the 40s and then he got like brought back into 2012 and Steve was like why do I remember all this like did this actually happen and he's like yeah it actually happened and like so it's basically his love with I'll find it and send it to you because it's fun yeah kind of because like she comes back oh well she's dead yeah it's like kind of a weird he goes back to her I guess yeah but it's like he like suddenly Steve's memories are different like he remembers falling in love with with Tony, Tony instead of in the 40s. Carter. Yeah. Okay. It's, I'll send it to you. I don't okay. know how to explain it. Wow. All these fan fictions, all I can say is that they're doing a lot. Yeah, they're trying really hard trying and not really doing hard. that much. No. That's all I have to say. That's that on that. And that's that on that. Well, Jane, thanks for coming to I Shit You Not today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Dude, of course. It's been great. I'm glad that we could talk about this. Yeah, I feel really good. I feel really refreshed. Good. And we had a, f- a final episode that was entirely about fan fiction and hopefully people who don't read fan fiction are able to get a little grasp don't on do what it. it's like don't don't sell your soul it's a shit show you guys <laughs> don't do it just remember that 50 shades of gray is a twilight fan fiction oh i i have said that's, that on this podcast that and is i all fucking I stand by that and i just like tyler the creator if you do do on yourself <laughs> and i live by that so long and good night 50 shades of gray is a twilight <laughs> fan fiction and I live by that. Yes. Do you want to plug anything? Democrats, please don't make me vote for Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Please don't make me vote for Joe Biden. Everyone register to vote. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah, that's a good plug. Register to vote. Make sure you're up to date on everybody's candidate things. And if you don't know what it is, don't vote for it. That's my main my main suggestion to you. Don't yeah. vote for something that you think you know about. You should educate yourself 100% before you vote on something. T. And when on that note, thanks so much for listening. This has been I Shit You Not with Sydney and Jane. 